Hey everyone, so it's been a while since I've done one of these little TWID news bites. I'm currently working on a full-length episode, but this story caught my attention a few days ago for several reasons. It takes place in my neck of the woods, New England, and I'm a history buff. Is that pretentious to call yourself a history buff? Maybe it's just the word buff I don't like. Anyway, uh, I'm a history buff, for lack of a better term, and I've always been fascinated by the Salem witch trials, and so I figured, you know, it interests me enough that why not turn it into one of these little news story episodes. So before we really dig in, the basic gist is this. Over three centuries ago, a young woman by the name of Elizabeth Johnson Jr. was convicted of witchcraft and sentenced to death by hanging. Luckily, she was never executed, but she was never pardoned either. And so to help flesh things out a bit, I'll read some of this article from the Boston Associated Press, and it's dated May 26th. Massachusetts lawmakers on Thursday officially exonerated Elizabeth Johnson Jr., who had been convicted of witchcraft in 1693 and sentenced to death at the height of the Salem Witch Trials. She was never executed, but never officially pardoned either. Lawmakers agreed to reconsider her case last year, and that choice of words, reconsider, makes me a little uncomfortable, as if they had to think about it. Like, maybe they were like, what if she was a witch? But anyway, reconsider her case last year after a curious 8th grade civics class at North Andover Middle School took up her cause and researched the legislative steps to clear her name. Subsequent legislation introduced by state senator Diana de Zoglio, I think it is. I have an Italian last name too. Uh, hopefully that was close. A Democrat from Methuen was tacked onto a budget bill and approved. We will never be able to change what happened to victims like Elizabeth, but at the very least can set the record straight, de Zoglio said. In a statement, North Andover teacher Carrie LaPierre, whose students championed the legislation, praised the youngsters for taking on, quote-unquote, the long-overlooked issue of justice for this wrongly convicted woman. Passing this legislation will be incredibly impactful on their understanding of how important it is to stand up for people who cannot advocate for themselves, and how strong of a voice they actually have, she said. And so, of course, 20 people lost their lives during the Salem Witch Trials, 19 by hanging, and then one man by the name of Giles Corey was pressed to death. And according to a, what I think is a historical organization called the Witches of Massachusetts Bay, um, devoted to the history and lore of the 17th century witch hunts, supposedly Elizabeth Johnson Jr. was the last person who hadn't been posthumously pardoned. But I'll continue with the article. Johnson was 22 when she was caught up in the hysteria of the witch trials and sentenced to hang. That never happened. Then-Governor William Phipps threw out her punishment as the magnitude of the gross miscarriages of justice in Salem sank in. In the more than three centuries that have ensued, dozens of suspects officially were cleared, including Johnson's own mother, the daughter of a minister whose conviction eventually was reversed. 
But for some reason, Johnson's name wasn't included in various legislative attempts to set the record straight. Because she wasn't among those whose convictions were formally set aside, hers still technically stood. Unlike others wrongfully accused, Johnson never had children, and thus had no descendants to act on her behalf. Elizabeth's story and struggle continue to greatly resonate today, Desaglio said. While we've come a long way since the horrors of the witch trials, women today still all too often find their rights challenged and concerns dismissed. A very timely statement. Given all the strict new abortion laws popping up around the country, but how resist the temptation to get into that right now. And so that concludes a very short News Bite episode of The Week in Doubt. And as always, thanks for listening.